<laughs> From the other side of darkness, this is Holiday, and you're listening to the Atomic Podcast, where Ephraim blows up the news on a verbal scale. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Ephraim Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, from the other side of darkness, Holly Dead. Holly Dead, how are you? I am wickedly chilled this evening. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, thank you. Right here in the Midwest, in the freezing cold, the tundra of the world. <laughs> Sounds nice. Cold is good. Cold-hearted people, cold-hearted weather. Uh, I feel like I should visit. Hi, you definitely should. This is probably your neck of the woods. Um, does your face paint have any meaning to you? Um, you know, I feel like people paint their face and go out in public every day and nobody says anything. They put on makeup to cover up blemishes and they paint their faces to become who they want to be. To, you know, see the reflection that they wish was truly in the mirror because they're not happy with what they see. Outside of the wrestling community, you know, I can't go out and paint my face, as you say and be accepted like all these other clowns do. For me, you know, the paint speaks as a representation of the real me. I've always been a loner, an outcast of sort, but it's something that through the years I've come to embrace. And surprisingly, there is a small following that, you know, they accept and they they fool with the dark side. Mm -hmm. The paint to me, it's about accepting your differences and allowing you to be your true self. Some of it, you know, might be a little abstract and you can't, fully put it into words you just gotta kind of engulf yourself in it drown in it fill your lungs with it so you can barely grasp for air some of it you know it's a little explainable uh some of it there are scars as you will say in my pain and uh we've all been through pain in our life well it doesn't kill you makes you stronger right yeah that's true so i choose to wear the scars of life out and since we're on the topic of pain you know um i will be making some changes or additions this year to uh, the representation of myself uh, with life, there's changes and growth, and so there will be some new additions later this year. If we have time, we can be. We'll talk about that too. Mm. Um. Do you hear voices? Don't we all? Do you don't hear voices? <laughs> um. Yeah. Like if I'm like grocery shopping. When you're grocery shopping. Yeah. Like you know, I'm like oh, I forgot the eggs, or you know, I do it to myself. Like oh, I gotta pick this up. You know. So you hear voices, whether it's your subconscious or whatever, yeah. or it could be an animalistic creature inside you. You know, I, I'm not really different from anybody else. We all hear voices, whether you want to accept it or not, call it your grocery shopping voices. Just <laughs> the majority, they choose to press, okay? They hide it, they bury it down deep, because it's something different, you know? When they're walking around, living their so-called normal lives, and then one day... They snap, and everybody's like, oh, but John, he was such a nice guy. He had it all going for him, blah, 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 blah. We all hear voices, you know? Don't suppress them, because you're going to be like John one day and snap and just go off on everybody. Yeah. We got to accept the voice, embrace them, and let them help us become our true selves, the person that we were meant to be. I mean, like, what do the voices tell me? To embrace the dark side, mm-hmm. you know, to be who I've truly been. You might not believe me when I say this, but... Um, I feel like I haven't fully went in to complete dark side mode, if you will. Like, like I, I do suppress, I suppress a lot of my rage and, and stuff that I would like to get out there. Like, uh, I haven't, I have not went full throttle. Wow. It, 
can I can I tell you what it reminds me of? It's like take the Undertaker for example. He came out, he's the dead man. People, everybody was like, they like they like this is cool. This guy's dark, whatever, whatever. Then he went away and he came back and he started sacrificing people. He's putting people on the table, cutting them open like blood was coming out. He's talking in tongues, drinking folks' blood, and they're like, whoa, this is a little too much for me. He fully accepted it. The voices that were in there, he fully embraced his dark side. And that's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I haven't went throttle yet, but uh, I haven't went full dark. I'm, I'm wanting to. I'm holding back, and I got to stop fighting myself. That's what I say mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you remain calm in certain situations? Um, I don't know that I do. Um, I mean, I talk to myself. I hit myself sometimes, but, you know, it's kind of short-lived, and a short fuse is just that. Uh, thankfully, I do have wrestlings to bring that outer rage in me, so I don't have to remain calm, but that's the best answer I can give you there. Yeah, I don't know about that calm life. <laughs> um what is your favorite color ring gear wise you wear like different colors um what's your you have a particular favorite color that you normally wear uh i don't really have a meaningful or deep answer for that one just whatever color looks good on the dark side you know red blood really flatters me purple i just think they, they look good not to be conceited you know i like the way it looks on me um some new gear in, in this coming year We'll have some more purple and red. Uh, I did ask the Hateful Dead, those fans of the dark side, about some gear suggestions. Um, one of them I do like. It's one of my new favorites. It's a black, purple, and kind of a Joker greenish. Mm. But I don't want to copy the full bike because, you know, he has his own style and me too. But that's another one of the favorites. Uh, but just kind of mixing, seeing what, what, what clashes, what goes together in my world. Mm. Um, How about traveling? About you? you got a, you got a Favorite color, me? Oh, I, I like. Oh, for you? I think your the color on you. It's the, so far the black and green one looks really good on you. You like the you like the green. Mm-hmm. Black and green, especially especially your tag colors. Those black are. Green. Yep. Oh, the, the tag. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Don't kill me now. <laughs> um, how much traveling have you done so far lately? Um, not enough. Hmm. You know, people always say, "Oh, you're so busy." I see you everywhere, yada yada yada. But um, I mean, the number of people that I've been able to wrestle in front of versus the number of people that haven't seen me or have no idea who I am is like beyond twice that much. You know, wow. uh, just recently did a tour on the East Coast. I was fortunate enough to go to Japan twice on the West Coast, but I'm not satisfied. I am forever hungry. Like, you wouldn't believe me if I told you, like, I feel like I'm starving. It's been fork and knife season, and, you know, nobody's going to bring the plate to my table. I have to go get it. Like, I am freaking starving for real. So I've done some traveling, like, but it's only the tip, so to speak. And who wants just the tip, you know? Mm -hmm. I want to go full in, all the way deep up in the guts. And we're only beginning to touch the surface, so... Oh. I say a little bit of traveling because I got so much more to do. Any any particular favorite you like? Did you like Japan, the East Coast? Like any particular town that you favored over the others? Um, starting off in the West Coast, I don't know if it's uh, nothing against the West Coast, but uh, <laughs> J- 
Japan is definitely top number one. Just the people over there have a different type of appreciation for wrestling as mm-hmm. opposed to here. And uh, on the East Coast was another vibe that I got to feel, and it's seems more of a wrestling community. And so between Japan and the East Coast so far, those have been my faves. Nothing against anybody else, but you know, just from what I've experienced so far. Yeah, I know people seen you in New York, and you was in Times Square. How was does Times Square match um, Holiday style? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, there are a lot of bright lights and things to get you easily stimulated. I mean, I think Holiday does that a bit, but there were not enough freaks out there for me. Like I thought, you know, <laughs> I would see more of that. It was a lot of it was a lot of normalcy, and it was just part of that was like, nah. Wow. Okay, nah. Well, so you- a lot of people would not necessarily my kind of people yeah wow so you blended in with the people that dressed up as spider-man and iron man and a a, a, a bum looking batman <laughs> those people are cool those people are awesome yeah. like you know those are my kind of people hang out like be you see they're embracing who they want to be and they're going out in public and doing it like f what anybody else thinks this is me i'm gonna do it you're gonna either embrace it or fuck off I don't know. Can I say fuck that? Yeah, yeah. You can say whatever you want. Get your bleep. Okay, cool. Yeah, those people, my peoples. Um, what's been your favorite match so far in your career? That I have participated in. Yes. Uh, I cannot go with just one. Sure, you can have you can have a top three, top four, whatever you want. Okay, I do a top three. Two of those are actually from Japan. This last tour. Wow. Uh, one of them was a one-on-one against Ito Shira. I don't know if uh, many people know that uh, she is one of the top females in the totem pole of women's wrestling in Japan, and I think in the world, period. And I feel like I have a lot to prove in this industry to so many people and just to go toe-to-toe, head-to-head with one of the best out there. Like, I've, that's always been a match I've won it, and I was glad I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um Another one was actually a tag team title match with my tag team partner, Thunder Rosa. We fought for the goddess of tag team titles in Japan against Kagetsu and one of our senpais, Kimura, who's recently retired. And, like, so much was in that match, like, student versus teacher, so to speak. We got pushed to our limits. Like, they're also part of a way to tie, so are we. So it's like family versus family. And so it's just like, beyond, you know, getting pushed to our limits and just going at it, like, literally within an inch of grabbing everything. Um, neither one of those matches actually had a win, but nonetheless, a lot was learned, and like there was a lot of growth from that. And those are definitely in my top three. The third one is actually against my current tag team partner. Uh, one of the many matches against Thunder Rosa, it was actually a no DQ match. It could have been just been like a street fight match, pretty much. That's what it was. It was like, like at this point, we had fought each other so many times, and it was like after you fight so many people fight so many times you already know each other it's like what else can we do to each other so we literally beat the living crap of each other and it's one of the best fun beatings i've ever had if that makes sense <laughs> siblings siblings so, do it best we fight and it was definitely a good match to add uh, to our sibling rivalry mm-hmm. and that's actually one of the matches i won so yeah those be my top three Okay. Um, tell me the story of how did you and Thunder Rosa come about as the Twisted Sisters? Like, how did you guys end up being a tag team? How did you guys, you know, end up, you know, coming together? What's the story behind that? Uh, well, just mentioning her, um, 
We were actually supposed to fight uh, like over a year ago in October, mm-hmm. and then I got the call to go to Japan, and she was actually like the first person to reach out and say, you know, congrats, I was looking forward to fighting you, but you're doing great, yada yada, and I joined Oedo Tai, and she had already joined Oedo Tai, her um, tour in Japan, and from there we just kind of like, we were communicating via Facebook, just talking to one another, then I finally came back to the States, and one of the first matches I uh, got booked was against her. And after that, it seemed like we just kept getting booked to fight one another, mm-hmm. like over and over and over. And it's one of those things where, like, you, the first time you fight somebody, it's just like you click and we click as adversaries. And you don't meet too many people who you who go as hard as you. Like, after our matches, people were like, oh, my God, are you guys all right? You're dead. I'm just like, no, we just go hard, you know, whatever, <laughs> like, respect. That's what we do, and uh, like we tried to kill each other so many times, and then after a while, her manager was like, "Hey, you know, why don't you guys stop fighting and fight together?" And we just kind of looked at each other like, "It's not a bad idea." Why, you know, I'm not doing anything. You do anything? Like, all right, let's do this. And and it happened, and just just like we clicked as opponents, we clicked as partners. It's the same, and like we haven't even been team in a full year, and. We did a pretty good tour in Japan, first ever female NWA Western States Tag Champions, and we have not killed each other yet, so we're still going strong. Uh, um, how did the name, how did you guys come up with the name Twisted Sisters? I would love to take credit for that. Again, that was uh, her manager. Mm-hmm. He was the one that suggested we, uh, you know, become partners, and we were, we are, you know, we're Oedo Thai sisters, and it's like we have this kind of twisted relationship, like, even though we would beat the crap out of each other before we came tag team, like we're, we developed a friendship. So it was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to kick your fucking teeth down your throat. But after mm-hmm. that, let's go let's go grab a bite to eat. And lunch is on me, kind of thing. So it's like the very twisted relationship, and we are <laughs> sisters. So voila, twisted sisters. Uh-huh. And I think the name is pretty fitting. Uh, um, how cool are you and Thunder Rosa together? Like, how how is she to you? Like. I would say we're pretty cool. I'm not I'm not really close with too many people at all, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, it was just one of those things. Like, immediately, we just we vibed, like, right off the bat. Um, like, that is my legit sister. Like, I would hurt someone dearly for her, you know. Um, that's my family, period. But I don't know if that says it, but yeah. We're actually born, like, uh, four or five hours apart. Same wow. year and everything. It's like the wow. universe brought us together. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Boom. See, uh, educating you out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Besides scaring me, yes, you are. <laughs> um, do you prefer Japan or American style of wrestling? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, like, Japan is legit. When people say strong style, like, Japan is legit that hard-hitting, strong style. Like, there's no holding back. And people don't get all their panties in a bunch because you go full throttle. It's like, Japan is like, go, 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 go. Like, speed, Adderall, whatever, all the pills that are uppers. Like, that's that. This is like, nonstop. Anything you got, leave it all in the ring. Like, not to say the American style is not like that, you know. Um, it is a little different. I do appreciate the, the way, like, American style wrestling. There's always some kind of a story. And people... 
love a good story. That's how they can be able to feel and resonate. You just have to be able to bring them in. You got a good story, you can bring them into that violence. So if you can mix a good story and with that go, 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 hard-hitting, strong style, like I like a combo of that, if it's possible. Best of both worlds. Yeah, you know how people say um, Japan has like the hard hitting strong style. Like how 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 much of the strong style do women incorporate in Japan? Um, there is no incorporating. Like Japan is strong, strong style. style. There is no incorporating strong style. That is strong style. Ah, uh, okay. Period. Like if you go there, like protect your, your fucking neck, like because they're coming for your head. Like legit. Hopefully, you can take a hit to the head. If not, then you should have luck. Oh, people say strong style. Oh, I'm saying people say strong style over here. Like, just go go to Japan. Like, get in the ring with one of them chicks. See if you get kicked in the head or something. And like, you know, that that is strong style. Like, point blank period. That's what the fuck it is. Legit. Mm. And I, I mean, I like it. Like I said, they they don't hold nothing back. They take everything and they leave it in the ring. Um, how long did it take for you to get adjusted, like, your body-wise in Japan, like, for the time zones and stuff? Did you, how long did it take for you to get into the, you know, J- um, Japan time zone frame? It took you a week or so? Um, I actually, I was, me and Thunder Rose were discussing, I don't get, what is it, jet lag? Like, yeah, yeah, jet lag. Anytime yeah. we go somewhere, like, she, anytime we go somewhere, she's messed up for, like, a week or two weeks. I don't, I don't, I have trouble sleeping at night. I don't really sleep at night, so... I, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, wherever I go, like, I'm good. I, it's not hard for me to adjust. Like, that's where I'm at. This is where we're at, and I'm there. No. I don't know. It's because I don't, I don't sleep or whatever. But uh, dark side doesn't sleep, so I adjust and adapt. But I don't get lag. Thank goodness. Mm. Um, Holiday, did you ever have like uh? Was there ever a, f- a favorite wrestler you had, um, like when you was younger, that you watched or you seen? Um, not to sound cliche, dark side and all that stuff, but favorite then, now, forever is the Dead Man, the Undertaker. Like, wow. The, the fucking dark side, like, come on, like, come on, like, I dig that people, like, people don't get it, like, like when I was talking about like how when he went full dark side Taker, like. Ministry of Darkness Taker, that's my favorite. Like, wow. Everybody's all talking about they're in love with the American Badass. And I'm like, ah, that, that wasn't no dark side. You know, he did that for the people because they couldn't relate. Like, And, I, you know, dark side's not for everybody, but that's my shit, you know? Yeah. People, like, there's something you can get a hard on for, I get a hard on for that shit. That's, <laughs> shit goes hard, I don't know. That's the way to put it. Like, I, I, I feel that, I connect with that. that that's, that's my stuff right there, but. Right. And and uh, just just to, to go off of that, the other two I like are Macho Man and Razor Ramon. Oh. I I started throwing toothpicks at people because of Razor Ramon. So <laughs> that was the guy. Oh man. <laughs> um. And uh, my final question for you, Holiday, is what would the Holiday of today tell the Holiday of yesterday? Don't fight the urge to be a cool bitch. Don't hold back. Cares <laughs> what anyone thinks of you. Be you. Be over the top. They, they think they got something to talk about now. Give them enough to write 20 best-selling, greatest novels of all time. Stop holding back and go for the gusto already. Good. That's what I would tell the of yesterday. Yeah. Fucking day. Uh, Excuse my language, you know. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, Holodad, um, is there 
um, where the fans, if they want to like reach out to you or they want to see your matches, you have a lot of your matches on YouTube as well. Is there a particular match that you want to tell the fans out there to watch if like they haven't seen your work? That is a match out there that is you know exemplifies Hollow Dead. You can go to YouTube, subscribe to my page, Holiday H O L I D A D. Um, recently, I had a match with uh, Jordan Grace over in the East Coast. I think she's one of she exemplifies what we were just talking about, like strong style, one of those hard hitting people. And it's rare that I match up to someone like body size is about equal. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt she was a good challenge and and just one of the top people out there. Uh, check that match out. Uh, there's also the Matt, the first time Abby and uh, Thunder Rosa ever fought. You can see that up there as well. And just the intensity and the first time two people go at it. Uh, it's also NWA cha- Women's Championship match against Santana Garrett on there. There's a lot of stuff. Just go subscribe. Look at all the videos. Check it out. Me, Twisted Sisters. It's up there. Do it. Subscribe today. You can also go to my Facebook fan page, Holiday as well, and follow me on Twitter. Do reply to everything. Uh, um, can I ask you one more question, Holiday? Yep. Okay. Um. So far, out of the all, all the promotions out there, um, when you was when you was a little Holiday, what what was your favorite promotion? Like from like NWA, WWF, AWA. Did you have a particular favorite promotion when you was growing up? I was the WWF mark. I will not lie. You know. Yeah. <laughs> my, my my favorite people were there. Undertaker, Macho Man, Razor Ramon. Like, I mean, with that, that character, the Undertaker. Like, and I mean, WWF. That was the first that got me introduced to wrestling and everything. I did, you know, later find an appreciation for WCW and the things they were doing with the cruiserweight division and just like, like a lot of people on the mid card that weren't wouldn't get opportunities elsewhere. But uh, growing up, WWF, uh, that was the end all be all for me. But I've grown from there and, you know, spending my horizon system. Mm. you're also going to be at the Sabotage event, right? I'm sorry, what? Are you also going to be at the Sabotage event? I will be at Sabotage. That is February 18th in East L.A. We're having an all-women's tournament to crown the first ever Sabotage wrestling champion. Uh, some kind of way I got screwed over and I'm teamed up with the one Heather Monroe. <laughs> I just know that she's blonde and she likes to twerk. I don't know much else about her. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm coming for gold. I'm coming to make a statement. You know, every year is about making a statement for me. And I'm, I'm trying to get some more gold under my belt. And, you know, I'm going to do it with or without her. So, hopefully, you know, she's on the team of the dark side. If not, then she get thrown to the wolves just like anybody else. But this is a big thing, you know, for women's wrestling in general in Los Angeles. And I, and I know the company is trying to move out to bigger places. And it's, it's also just, you know, showcasing a lot of women that don't normally get to be showcased. A lot of times, you know, it is business and it's politics and it's the same people getting booked all the time. And it's the same people that have the spotlight on them. It's bringing you people you might not have known were out, out there. They're just as though, like, if you're a fan of professional wrestling, women to wrestling, independent wrestling, Sabotage, February 18th. We hope to see you, East L.A. And then we'll sabotage coming back and going to Texas after that. So, it's, you know, it's only beginning and it's going to keep going bigger and bigger. Are you going to be at the Texas event as well or are you not sure as of yet? Um, as far as I know, management has told me that, you know, 
know Donovan Troy, he, he's running the show, and he fires people left and right. So as of right now, I, you know, I'm there. He, he didn't even book me and my tag team partner together this show, so like, I, I don't know what he has up his sleeve. As of right now, you know, apparently I'm not on his bad side, but he wakes up in a bitchy mood every day, so I don't, I don't know. Right now I'm there, but, you know, future, who knows what the future holds. Oh. What would you do if you could get your hands on the voice Donovan Troy? Oh, man. That's a good question. I don't know. I'm going to see him February 18th. Mm. I don't know. I just kind of want to sit on him and like play in his hair and then <laughs> lick his face a little bit. Cause I, know, cause I know he wouldn't like that, you know? It's not about that life. I'd probably give him a makeover. I think I would give him a holiday special. Uh, he, he, he actually... His looks are a little... You know, he actually might like that. You like his looks, don't you? No, no. I say he might okay. like. He might. He might get. He might like getting his face licked. He might like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give him a holiday makeover for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, I just a little excited. His his stuff is a little unflattering to the eye, so I think give him a holiday do over. Uh, <laughs> special, special edition. Oh man, holiday. Um, I know you don't do podcasts normally, but it was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Yes, I stepped outside of my dark bubble. Uh, oh, someone out there enjoys not, you know, dark side will be where I'm at. Exactly. Fans, from the other side of darkness, the one, the only, Holiday. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. Don't miss your chance to be a part of wrestling history when Sabotage Wrestling presents Hey Ladies, Saturday, February 18, 2017 at the UEW Arena, 926 Cleveland Avenue in Los Angeles. Doors open at 7, bell time is at 8. General mission tickets are $20, front row tickets are $30 apiece. Don't miss your opportunity to see a 16-woman tournament to crown the first ever Sabotage Champion. Participants include Heather Monroe, Delilah Doom, Kimmy Schoenhammer, and Caitlin Diamond, as well as special appearances by The Voice, Donovan Troy, and the one, Biomi Thunder Rosa. For more on this show, follow him on Twitter at Sabotage2016, and check him out on Facebook at 2016 Sabotage Wrestling. And don't forget, Austin, Texas, May 13, 2017, Sabotage Wrestling is coming to you.